Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 127 of Millennial Movie Talk. I am Alex, one of your hosts, also joined by Michael Herman. Hello. Christian B.N. Keeney. Hello. Steph Rillo. Hello. And on the Braden cam, Braden. Hello. There we go. We're all here. How are we all? <laughs> Wait, Braden has a last name also. I said he, he did. Okay. <laughs> it was just sort of under him saying hello. I got check with proper you. titles, except. I got to check with you. Did I say the name right this week? Yeah, I mean, there's not meant to be a large pause. There wasn't three <laughs> names, there's two names. Do you uh, want to add in the third name to make it even better? Yeah, what's your middle name? Emilio? Emilio. Emilio. Named after Emilio Estevez. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Little fact there. I'm Anthony, so. <laughs> what's Anthony. up? Anthony. What are your middle names? He's Richard. Just going to dox it. Middle names. Your middle name is Richard. Yes. Dick. What? And your. Michael Dick. Michael, Michael Dick. Dick. <laughs> your I have one. Thanks. I'm oh, something. You're something. You're, you got a generic white one for oh, the middle. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's, like John. it's like John, James, Matthew. Oh, no. Nope. Uh, William. Nope. Uh, Braden, John Smith. David. David. My my father and my father's father, his middle name is John. My middle name is Tyler. Oh, Tyler. Tyler. That's a nice right. name. Tyler. Tyler. Nice it, was, name. it was between that or Braden, and my parents went, mm, nah, we'll go with, we'll with Braden. And then Fight Club came out. Oh. What's your and they were like, name? damn, we should have called it a title. My middle name is Jade. Jade. Not very Italian. No, it's like the, like the Bratz, like the Bratz doll and like the Precious Gem. I, was, I like how you went to the Bratz doll. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't. You Did you say Milo? Stephanie Jadarilla. That's it. Yeah. Can you yeah. help them? <laughs> my first two names aren't. They didn't, they broke the trend. I'm not named after either of my nonnas. Oh, how'd that go down? Lena or Domenica. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Dodged a bullet. Two. Two bullets. <laughs> Two bullets. <laughs> Mate, you did bullet time with that Fucking one. Matrix out here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So movies. Movies. Yeah, movies. We like them. We watch them. We like movies. We watch one every week with a segment we like to call. Fuck. This is so nerve-wracking. <laughs> Are we going to get the soundboard right? Uh, no. Nah. This one, one down. What, what is it? Next one down. No. 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 Okay. I can't see names. We need call to, Yeah, that. <laughs> we need to um put names on them. Classic call-outs is a segment we like that we came up with a while ago, which is uh, we're young and we haven't watched a lot of classic movies, so we've compiled a list of films that none of us had ever seen. That received a major update today. Oh, yeah, we've added... The list doubled. We're adding so... We we love this segment. We realise this this segment's got longevity. This is the the strongest part of the show. I had nothing to add, but now that Alex played a little bit of a previous segment, which I miss, surely we've got to put an old James Bond movie on there. (laughs) True. We'll, We'll come back to that later. Yep. We can do that when we actually get a new James Bond. <laughs> yeah. One day. November 11th. It's coming. One day. Uh, so this this week's classic call out was Dog Day Afternoon starring Al Pacino and Fredo. And Fredo. And Fredo. Who we learned passed away. This was his, I think this was his last he's film. He's got like eight credits. Yeah, he's got eight credits in his seven-year career or something like or that. Something, and it? most it of like them 40. got nominated for Best Picture. Damn. Yeah. Most of them were nominated for Best Picture and um, his partner, long-term partner at the time of his death was Meryl Streep. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Interesting man. Right? I did, just did he die young? He was uh, 40? in his 40s, I think. 42 yeah. or was it Very like 40s? Young. We like Fredo. We do like Fredo. Anyway, Dog Day Afternoon, what do we all think? Christian, what do you want? To, do you want to summarize what the film <laughs> is on, for Christian. any youngsters like us who uh, haven't seen it? Al Pacino and Fredo walk into a bank, and that's the, <laughs> and the punchline comes later. <laughs> uh, they walk into a bank, and they have just the worst time. Yeah, half yeah. an hour in and out. Not it's, the case. It's mm. like from the from the get go, like everything this that thing. goes wrong does. Now they're there to rob the bank, correct? Yes. yes. So yes. their yeah. planned robbery goes incorrectly. Oh, 
in all so the ways incorrect. You can, like straight up like you're about two minutes in you're like okay cool we, we're, we're about to get into a heist and then maybe like 10 minutes in you're already like Oh my god, this is so! Oh my god, they get into it really quickly, super quick. Okay. The whole film's the heist. I thought, yeah, I which thought the start of the film which, was very strong, which I kind of liked. I was, I like, I was expecting it to, you know, you have the whole setup and the planning. Mm. All right, boys, here's how we're going in. Yeah, but that's the sort of thing. And then I was kind of shocked when, like, it just happened. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, I thought they maybe case in the joint first, mm. and then I saw Alpacino with his big box, and I went, "There's a gun." There's, there's a, a gun. Went, yeah, Steph went, "There's a gun in that box." There's a gun in that Definitely. Box. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the whole the purpose of we're allowed to spoil, right? Sorry, yeah, Christian. Nineteen seventy four. I should have watched it. It's my fault. Um, yeah, I mean, so the premise is that like they're robbing this bank, everything goes wrong, and we learn he becomes kind of like an idol to everyone on the outside yeah. because he's given them money. He's, big, he's, he's very kind. He's, he said he's a Catholic, so he doesn't really want to kill anybody. He's being respectful, and everyone inside's having a great time. Really, he's, like, he's like ordering like, him food. And he's a big antihero. Like. Yeah, he's teaching him how to. He's like handing them the gun and teaching him how to do moves with the gun and things like that. Yeah, inside. the old wartime like, moves. Yeah. And then we learned that basically he, the reason why he robbed the bank was to try and obtain, I think, $2,700 to pay yep. for his lover's sex change. Yep. Which is okay. it's based on a true story. It was. Would not have guessed where that sentence was ending at the beginning of it. Exactly. <laughs> it was, um, like not I said, where I was expecting it. I was shocked. Such a random concept, especially for 75. And that's why I thought, like, you couldn't write this stuff, I said nope. in the before. but And it's true because it's yeah. based on a true story. It won, um, oh, is, it won yeah. screenplay, I think, which... Best screenplay, yeah. Is tough also when it is based on a real thing. But, like, like obviously it's highly dramatised and there's heaps of other stuff that they've added to it. But, yeah. like, like so, the, the sheer concept of it alone, like, the fact that um I, I didn't notice this until afterwards, but it makes complete sense. It's um the director is Sidney Lumet, who did 12 Angry Men, which checks oh. out entirely because this is, like, it's pretty close to being a 12 Angry Men, like, bottle episode type thing. Where it's only set in like mainly the one location, like it, it, the focus on the like characters within the setting, not the setting or moving around too much. Like the lack of music, I loved. Like mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm so jumping around my points. That. Like it, it didn't click, dude. Um, the atmosphere is amazing. I'll say just based on the real events, the main guy who it's based on, he said that his he wrote a letter to the New York Times while he was in prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the movie came out and he said that he was concerned people would believe the movie's version of events, which he said were about 30% accurate. And his main objection was that the inaccurate portrayal of his wife as a plain, overweight woman whose behaviour led to his relationship with Eden when, in fact, he had left his wife two years before he met Eden, Um, who is um, the trans uh, woman that gets the sex change. So, yeah, so then he was Mm. worried that, yeah, he was worried about that. And he said the rest of it, he said especially Al Pacino's portrayal and... um, Pumperdink from from Princess, Princess Bride, Bride plays Eden, have the, you lover. Seen Bride? Oh. the lover. Pumperdink? Have you seen the Princess Bride? <laughs> I have seen it's the Princess so Bride. Yeah. Pumperdink, yeah. So those portrayals, he said, were very accurate. But yeah, that was the only fictionalized part. Yeah. And it, of course, it's all dramatized. But yeah, I really liked it. I gave it, I think, three and a half. I'm thinking about yeah. a four, maybe, but it did it did drag a little bit towards That's the end. That's my thing. The middle, the middle and the ending, mm. it, I, it got, yeah. Alex it, and I were on our phones a little it, bit. It we're a bit How long is this one? Two hours. So I, I won't lie. After this, I was like, okay, I want to get a vibe. I'm going to watch a review, or like a random ass review, or like it was someone reacting to it or something. And they legitimately said the phrase, God, this is this is dragging. And then like a mate of theirs said like, oh, yeah, it's a bit of a dog day, isn't it? Oh, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like 
like the whole premise of that like middle half is that they are quite literally stuck there and they're having to wait. It's hot. It's like then the lights go out. Like it's all this stuff of they're trying to sort of pass the time and they really hold on every scene for a really long time, yeah. which makes it drag. It does make it feel slow. But I was kind of torn as to whether or not that was a choice or not. No, I don't Surely think it was. Surely not. Because nah. I I, I, now reflecting, I think we watched The Godfather Part 3, uh, Part two, 2 in one sitting. Yeah. That felt shorter than this. That, and the movie we yeah. watched before Ooh. felt shorter than this. Yes. Damn. And it was half an hour yeah, longer. longer. So, Damn. So, yeah, I think it did drive. But also it maybe just, because we'd just come off of a two and a half hour film, we were thinking maybe. the two hour one felt a bit longer. But if that one felt quicker, then that's weird. But we watched or maybe it first, it was so it was just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. could have been fatigue. It, did, it, definitely, is, a, it, is, it is a slow movie. Though. It did definitely drag. And I like had to watch it in bits as I was running around today. And like still as like to, like stopping and starting at like, you know, mm. an hour later at a time. But that like first part and most of the middle where like stuff is sort of happening before they're kind of just bunkered down. I was quite gripped, like especially having to like sit there and watch it my, on my phone in my car and stuff. Like, I think it was pretty revolutionary though in terms of the things that it was trying to, to fuel, like the police brutality stuff Ooh, and yeah. saying, you know, like the police are just going to shoot me anyway. Like they did in Attica and, you know, it, it was very I was all on board. Full. I know. We, we were saying like Brayden's going to love this movie. Yeah, Brayden's going to love this. I, I thought the first half. half, the first half had like some black comedy vibes. Yeah. Into it, like, and then the, the, out sheer, of that. the sheer incompetence, mm. yeah, like just how of like everyone, yeah, just how like uh, the the hostages are holding the guns at some point, yeah, and just like it, okay, it definitely felt like I had that vibe. I think it was going, for and then that. you had yeah. like the woman, like when he when they went outside, the woman's like, "I'm going back in there," and it's just like, hmm. Like, if you're a real hostage, I feel like at this point you'd definitely be, like, screaming and, like, the running. Yeah, it was kind of so Stockholm syndrome yeah. but yeah. also he wasn't hurting them. Like, yeah. he was treating but them then with respect. W- then it was also the case of, like, well, they were all, like, bank tellers as well and they were all, like, underpaid. And, exactly. Like, it was a, almost like a victimless crime. Yeah, it kind of became like a, yeah, fuck the machine. Like, like we're against the authority. Did you say yeah. a rage against the machine? <laughs> I had to do it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I felt for him in the end. I didn't want him to get caught. I, well, from why did why did they kill Fredo? So from that's well, I, I just was presume that that's the real life story. So that's yeah, no, how it happened. Did. Yeah, think, the dude that uh, that accomplice did. But like, die. why? Yeah, get like because uh, they didn't really do a good job of showing like if he had like it, did he raise his gun or anything? I thought that like, you didn't I really see anything that he was actually going to accidentally shoot the police driver. Ooh. Yeah, because he kept bringing his gun down like accidentally, yeah. like he just accidentally got, whenever just a hand trigger yeah. and it would go. Yeah, yeah. from anybody? from the moment this film started, it's that teetering edge of. Is he going to die at the end of this movie, yeah. or is he going to get away? I felt really sad. Like I felt, I felt sad for Sal. When I was reading. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. He's just kind of, he's just kind of strung along at this point. Like he's just sat there, sort of uh, just waiting. Sal, Sal was pretty down just to die, though. He's pretty down. Yeah, to yeah. but he was like, Sal very, kill himself. He's very background yeah. character. But, but he was Sal, just like Sal did say like, multiple times. I was like, I'll kill the hostages. Yeah, yeah. like he was. He's he was very fucked up. He was like he was a part of it, but then like you know. And then he was like, also like, oh, I've never been on a plane. And then like, you yeah. sort of start feeling and then he gets shot. Yeah, I also like, felt really bad for Sonny talking to, um, well, their name is now Eden on yep. the phone. Yeah. And just like, you know, Eden saying, oh, you know, I'm never going to get my sex change now. But, you know, I've been trying to avoid you for six years. And, and so he's like, well, you know, I, I still like, I'll, I'll leave you the money. Like I want to get mm. you the money for you. And, you know, I'm going to go on this plane and, and you can come with me if you want. Or you can choose to say, he's like, I've been trying to get away for you, from you for six years. Like, yeah. why would I? I'm like, he's still doing this for, for this guy, that, well, this person that he loves. And, yeah. and that's, that's it. Like, yeah. Yeah, they, Eden clearly doesn't really care that much. Nah, for him. it's yeah. You like it, it, with it being a character piece, you really do get to 
like the amount of time you spend with them because you're not gallivanting or having all these big action scenes or anything like you really do just get to understand what brings someone to this point mm. and it's concerning vietnam war vet mm, there's a lot there exactly a lot and he's very um He's very just intellectual, you know. He knows a lot yeah. about the bank system, and he says to well, the, the guy realtor, on the, on like the, the TV, was like a bank, like he worked as a bank teller." So yeah, it's like mm. obviously, like, and he, I think he says that at the start of the like you can kind of pick it up from the start of the movie, like because he knows he knows he's saying he knows where all the alarms are and stuff, and, and he like he, he kind he, of he, reminded he, me of Travis Bickle a little bit in the way that he was um, speaking to even the television. He said, "Well, why are you choosing to steal for money?" He said, "Well, as opposed to what? Because get a job." He goes, "Well, if I want to get a job, then I need to be a member of a union. Mm. I need yep. a union card, and otherwise, because you know he, he's very." Like Society's put me in yeah, this Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. Which is very Joker, very yeah. Taxi Driver, very... There's a lot of films like that nowadays, which is... A, it's it's a conversation that needs to be had. Yeah, a bit of interesting trivia I just found out. Because um, as you guys are explaining this movie, I'm like, this sounds a bit like Inside Man, which is a Spike great Lee movie. Great movie. And we, we, that was a homework yeah, segment, was Inside Man it? was a homework segment. Oh, okay, so we've seen that. Because I saw that some time ago. But it was reminding me a bit of that. And then I've looked it up and Spike Lee definitely drew inspiration from Dog Days. And the pizza man who delivers the pizza in Dog Day Afternoon is the same pizza man that delivers the pizza. Oh, my God. Inside oh, my man. God. That's great. And they did a little cameo, like <gasps> That's the same so guy. Cute. I love that. My dad could talk hours in Inside Man. He loves that movie. That, that was a really good I movie. was really impressed by that movie. That movie was some very good. So, so yeah, yeah, I really liked it. We Three and a half or four. I'm not entirely sure yet. I'm sitting around it. there as well. Yeah, I, I, I really, it was really invested in the first half of the first half of the movie. Mm. So I think that pushes it to a four for me. Like okay. I was, I was like really interested into it. In it, mm-hmm. yeah. A three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. Flat. Very okay. nice. Are we ready to spin that wheel? Here we go. It's spinning. I can never do that long enough. Yeah, I can't ah. keep doing it. I run out of breath really easy. So it's not a new one. Ooh. Okay. It's the bodyguard. Okay. <laughs> You're going to be Whitney happy Houston, with that. That's um, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. The body- <laughs> it's so famous. <laughs> let, me, let me get in here. It's the bodyguard is like what made Kevin Costner famous. Yeah. I think for the audio edit, I'm going to cut myself out singing that and just cut in the actual song. Okay. Well, no, 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 well. no, 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 you got to have your... Wait, I'll mix it in. Is it like Triforce? If you're too in tune, we'll get cancelled for copyright. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So as long as you sung it out of tune... So long as you... Deli- yeah, I was doing it deliberately, guys. <laughs> yeah. To make sure we didn't get uh, YouTube copyright. <laughs> yep. Okay, have the bodyguard. Not, yeah, have you not the, heard of it? Have you never? It's ever? the first time, especially this this poster. It's very yeah. dark. Which it's, poster is that? It's like... Oh, yeah. Horror. Yeah, that's the whole vibe of it. <laughs> He's never heard of it. It's the not a horror, but Whitney that's the Houston's vibe. Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You was written for this movie. Interesting. I think. I'm does pretty he, sure. Is, does he protect some kind of like young kind of artist, a star or something? Yeah, yeah basically. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I do know of it, but I'm not sure. It's very famous. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it, you'll watch the whole movie and then I shit you not, you'll get to the last two minutes and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all in the ending, isn't oh, it? Oh, God, it's got a bad rating. Does it? Oh, it's got, it's a bodyguard It's suck. a 34%. Did none of us Are we watching? <laughs> Are we skipping? Can it's we do another What year is it? What year is it? No, it's still a classic. we got to watch it. 1992. No, it's, 1992. it's Costner. It's Tane if, I, if I walk in and ask my parents right now, Guys, is a bodyguard a classic? And if they say yes, we'll do it. If they say no, okay, I like that. Okay, I, I want to take those ask chances. Them if it's a classic, but also ask them. When you ask me in the pre-show, are there any movies you're not that keen on seeing? This would be one of them. So I'm willing to take my bet on right. make a bet right. on your parents. You, you go ask your parents. I'm gonna fill that. Sorry, time. how long is that audio? For how Kevin long is that? Costner. Uh, microphone. Okay, we'll... 
Uh, this one. Oh, you could probably. Uh, yeah, if you take it around that side, you could probably take it a bit. <laughs> you bite him out here. We know Costner from a previous episode of Classic Callouts where we watched <laughs> Field of Dreams. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, this uh, is great. Oscar nominee, nominee, Kevin Costner, everybody. Can I hear all this commotion going on in the background? Possibly. There's absolute chaos in this room right now. But we're still producing a podcast. We are. We're about to get Steph, Alex's parents on the line. I think. What's your favourite you Kevin Costner? Maybe shout out how much we talked about the classic callouts. Guys, Patreon free show. Mom, Dad. Yes. How much do we if talk you'd like about? The bodyguard. More about classic Kevin Costner, Whitney I'm Houston. Classic or not? Here we go. Is it a classic? Is it a classic? Is it a classic? Oh. Fuck. One yes, Mum. Yes. Is it good? That's the other question. Yeah. Is it a good film? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we got an oh yeah. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Thank you very much, listeners. You heard it here first. Don't We're judge him. <laughs> the bodyguard. We're watching the bodyguard. Absolute classic. How disappointed are you in your parents right now, Alex? The oldest people on the premi- on the premises <laughs> agree. Alex, how disappointed are you in your parents right now? Extremely. Extremely. <laughs> He's not keen. What was it? Thirty four percent. Damn. Well, we're gonna we're gonna see what the young youngins think of it. We're getting in there. Oh, I can't wait for the screening. So. <laughs> oh no. I can't believe that the bodyguard makes it, and no postman. Come on. <laughs> you, you've Come seen on. it. You've seen it, Chris. Ah, of course. We got you. Damn, why did I have to watch podca- uh, Postman? All right, should we just make everyone happy and talk Postman? about Squid yeah. Game now? Squid yes. Game. Oh, have we not talked about Squid no. Game? No, we well, haven't. Steph mentioned it a teeny bit, telling everyone else to check it out. I was but only I a little bit into it by that point. Three of us now have seen it in full. Seen it completely. Yep. In dub, Michaela and I yeah. in pure uh, Michaela starting to get a little bit of FOMO. Forced ourselves to sit down and watch the first episode. What'd you think? I was very impressed that they restrained themselves. Double so much. sub. That straight up, it's just like last fifteen minutes is when you actually get to it. Yeah, it's very much a full show. I it's was not just gimmicky games. I yeah. was not so on board for this, and then watching the first episode, I we was. can't spoil because you're. Yeah, I, no, it's I, still I, quite I am, early well, days. Me and Gemma well. are planning to watch I, it. We. I know it's a bit late when we just. I reckon we can give you guys night. one week, maybe two. Well, have we got know, one week. I know the events up to episode three. Um. So Steph, Steph's already sold it. Let's let's sell it, Alex. Yeah, sell me Squid Game. <laughs> um, write your name down. <laughs> you can't. Cause you're oh, I don't have pen. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you meant to sell me Squid Game. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> look, pen. look. Um, so <laughs> this is probably walking away from the, watching the whole show. Yeah, I think it suffers a little bit from overhype. Oh yeah. Um, I, I, it, everyone is talking about like the greatest show of the past. How many mm. years? The memes. Yeah, it, the memes. The memes. And all that. And also, um, it completely ch- having watched the first episode now, it completely checks out why the memes were made just from red light, green light being the first episode. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, I think that it is a very good show. Um, I think the pacing is very well done. Um, I think it's extremely watchable too. Like I've, mm. I've watched all nine episodes within 12 hours. Even yeah. subtitled as well. Yeah, even subtitled. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. I'm always fine with subtitles. I've conditioned, I've, I watch normal movies. You have to be fine with subtitles. The alternate is just not. Oh, can we talk about the dub? The dub. Christian's an expert on the dub. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Why? <laughs> all right. Uh, but overall, I think, I think you know, the characters are very likable and like the ones who are dislikable are dislikable and are likable. Deliberately right? dislikable. Um, I think that there. My only issue with the show is that I found a lot of it extremely predictable. Mm. See, I don't understand that. I didn't find it predictable at all. Chris, predictable. Yeah, but I, I can't. I'm, I'm biased because I had a friend 
which was giving me like hinty hints on every little twist. I'm not so even I talking about like, them all. that twist at the, like the big twist at the end, yep. which we obviously won't say, but there's another twist before that. I saw that coming from a mile away about, it's like the twist to do with the subplot. Um, Couldn't follow. Yeah. But <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but like with saying that, I think some of the best thing the show does is that you, and I think Chris and I were talking about it, is that you not only get to see the world of the players, but you get to see the the system, the hierarchy of the workers there too, which I thought was so interesting. Oh, well okay. building. Ooh. Yeah, what yeah. I was going to say. You've uh, honestly, you've piqued my interest more to actually continue watching. Well, they, cause they, they yeah. explore the actual employees and like the sense that they're also really not free. Cool. I think um, that was cool. a, a point I made to you when we spoke about it yesterday, yeah. like, a lot of shows, like there's a lot of shows like this with these gimmicky kind of dystopian settings, Yeah, much like mm. this one. There's an almost an identical Spanish one, which was on Netflix at one point with people competing down to one Ooh, um, w- in strange social games called The 100 or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That wasn't um, very good, apparently. Anyway, along, yeah. That's what, what I was saying was, was about. the difference between this one is not just having this kind of like gimmicky dystopian world is yeah we explore multiple angles we're not yeah. just the players we explore the people running the game and i thought that was good yeah i thought that was so interesting there's so another, you're kind of seeing it from all angles yeah there's another subplot of the police officer from the outside like there's multiple angles here and we create this world of these games and it's yeah it's so much more in depth than just we're in the game and, oh, this is a weird I think weird all the game. characters are really fleshed out too. Like yeah. even the bad guys, even the yeah. kind of side dish characters, like they give you enough information to make you feel for them I all. thought that those some very important, some characters that you spend a lot of time with, their departures were very lackluster. Like yeah, I, I could agree with that. It was just like, oh, they're gone now. But I that's almost like any... a testament to show you like how disposable everyone was. Yeah, like, but they built them up for so long, so I, I still felt disappointment. That as well, but I didn't feel... It wasn't like when your character dies on Game of Thrones and you're like, yeah. oh, they died. I wanted them to make it to the end. Yeah, It, it wasn't like that. It was just like, oh, yeah, well, I was kind That's of... That's how it is. I kind of knew yeah, this, this you, guy was going to make it, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and then there's some other things, logical holes in their logic of the games. Yeah, um, but, I mean, that could be part of the show. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, I but, thought it was... Excellent. I, I think I gave an overall. I'd probably give an eight. Maybe like if I I'd could probably give it, it a nine out of ten. If I could give it seven point nine, I would. But I'll just round up to eight. It just draws you in with those other plot lines because yeah. Well, you almost forget the games are happening because you're like interested in the cop. Yeah. You know, mm. like uh, is, yeah. there, is there like entire episodes that aren't on the game? Yeah. Or is it? There's no there is there's entire six episodes games, with not episodes. games. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Um. But like I said, I think the show peaks at episode six, and then everything else is. Yeah, ag- agreed. But I think it's episode good. six is the best one. But and at that point, we've established time. everything as well. Yeah, and we have one of the plot lines. Um, How long are the episodes? Simmering off. Most of them an go hour. for an hour. One of them goes for half an hour though. Okay. Ooh. Episode eight is half an hour long. Is that the final one? Second yeah. to last. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. Cool. I was shocked. Strange. Um, but that yeah, it's a bit weird. But yeah, like I said, I enjoyed. I, enjoyed, like, I watched it all pretty pretty fast. Yeah, so. you watched it very quickly. But it's extremely watchable, and yeah, the pacing's really good. That's good. You know what doesn't sound watchable? I just looked up the 100 thanks to you bringing it up. This now, show, I don't understand how people like this or how it got seven seasons. Is this the teenager one? It sounds one? like rubbish. It's based on a book series. A nuclear conflict has decimated civilization. A century later, a spaceship accommodating humanity's lone survivors dispatched 100 juvenile delinquents back to Earth to determine its habitability. Oh, so that's not even the one I'm thinking of? 
But oh, that's another Spanish. That's another, is that also just, Spanish? It, well, no, it doesn't <laughs> seem like it's Spanish, but like it just sounds so cringy. Yeah. I gotta find the Spanish one. There is that a also TV show called The One Hundred. Is that what you think? Yeah, that's that's the one. That's the one. The dub. That's what we need oh, to we're talk, talk about. Oh, we've got to talk about dubs. Okay. Much like the Spanish counterparts. So, right, so the only time you should ever watch the dub is after you finish the show and you want to have a laugh. Or yeah. you get home drunk and you need to rewatch an older episode. No, that's not acceptable. No, you, I'm that's sorry. Mean, that's is it legitimately really bad? So there's, so there's a old man in the show and the dub for him is borderline offensive. Oh, no. Yeah. It's real bad Can for we him. Pull up, can we pull up a dub? Yeah. Should I find it? I've got dubs on my phone. Oh, I've you've got, got I've it? Got, I sent one to Chris. Oh, God. Yeah, look, the dub's not great. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's really bad. It's like the same three guys in a shitty room, with, like recording on an iPhone. It sounds like it's just like <laughs> the Netflix employees. Yeah, like the workers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they got the marketing team in. Even the levels are wrong. It's like not the, it, it's not the same like four Spanish people they have who do all their other shows. It's like that, except um, it is different. Obviously, from they those, didn't have anyone that spoke Korean. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same quality. You know, it's like not yeah. even mixed right. Yeah, it, it just, just sounds like sounds it's over wrong. the top of all the other sound. Because and just, yeah, because. And, Sorry, out of all, from all directions at once as well. It's yeah. not like um, it, there's nothing about it. No mixing. Is yeah. Any is yeah. It isn't mixed with the actual audio in any it's case. Just, they it's just all thrown sound, over the top. They all sound like they're in the same spot talking. Yeah. Not like there's any distance or anything. It's yeah. like it's like they 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 did the master track for the audio and then went, oh shit, we forgot to make a separate one that didn't have any of the speech and dialogue in it. Yeah. For the dubs. And just must And they over completely it. forgot and they just sort of put it on top and hoped no one would hear the Korean underneath mm. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, like Christian was saying to me, you know, do you reckon that they're gonna Hollywood's gonna get their hands on it? And I, as I mentioned to you, considering this has become so mainstream and it's so popular amongst Western audiences. Yeah, now, I don't think it will. I think that like Hollywood Paris, is I will never get done. Yep. Like it's done. It's yeah. not gonna get in a, a westernized remake. Things like Battle Royale, for instance, had I don't oh, yeah. like Hunger Games. Like it's not. It's been inspired. I don't think Battle Royale will ever be remade because you can't. it's got it's got its counterpart now. It's Westernized counterpart. Mm. I don't think Squid Game will ever be. And right. so we're we're seeing Squid Game come up on like top ten in Australia on yeah. Netflix and it, stuff. It's number one everywhere. It's, yeah. I think it's the so most watched show on Netflix now in history. Mm. I say like okay, so most of like Australians for sure really are not watching the sub, right? No, I yeah. imagine they're watching not the dub. Yeah, pa- my parents be watching the dub. Oh god, cool. let's hear some dub. dub. Just for context. Can you really do this alone? I need you. Oh, man, can't you see that? Get up! God, this bitch so pathetic. Stop calling me babe an old man, huh? <laughs> what? Great. Why Great. does this sound like an American jock? It's yeah. Sa- it sounds like it sounds like, like the ten people who... Um, they watched Dragon Ball Z and then they went, I want to be <laughs> a voice actor. It sounds like it should be animated. I want to yeah. be a voice actor. They're doing yeah. everything. But All they're, the not, they're like, not even good voice actors. Dragon Ball Z abridged on YouTube is better voice oh, acting. way better. <laughs> way better. Like also... So all the characters have ethnically like Western accents <laughs> except the Pakistani character. Really? Oh, no. Who has an accent. Even though they're all Asian. <laughs> oh, wow. I would say the yeah. I'd so say why don't they have wow. a, why don't they have Asian English accents? I'd what? say the he's the only man. one with an ethnic accent. It makes no sense. I'd say the old man, someone's trying to do an Asian accent for him. Okay, okay. So that <laughs> they did something. That's even worse though, because yeah, it's yeah. a white guy being like that's oh. yeah, that's cringy as hell. It's and you lose all of because after watching it, I sent Chris some translations. So you got the official Korean dub. Yeah. This is the one that they say you should watch it with. Yeah. Compared to the other, the the um, sorry, the Korean subs that you should yeah, watch it with. Versus CC versus yeah, versus CC. Yeah, versus CC. Oh, just the normal dub. And it's just like they he's teaming up with an old man. He goes, "Hey, friend, do you want to team up with me?" Yeah. And then 
it goes to, hey, old man, you're on my team and stuff like that. Oh, wow. It's like oh, okay. yeah. yeah. And it's not like this nice friendly moment. It's more like just a statement. Yeah, like they were just is. reading it off the paper and not yeah. acting yeah, it out yeah, in any way. It, <laughs> Which checks out. Yeah. It's exactly like what happened. So the episode I rewatched was, um, oh, I can't spoil it, but let's just say there was a room where some men were working together and then they start having an argument. And You watch 12 Angry Men. Yeah. <laughs> the levels, they don't. Terrible. One of them all of a sudden like, blurts out and yells over the other yep. ones arguing. And it's just like, oh, okay, that was much louder than <laughs> all the other audio. <laughs> and then there's some other guy who's like, hey, I think yeah. should go about here like this. Yep. So the original line for this is, sir, will you team up with me? Yep. And then it, the dub is, hey, old man, want to do this together. What the f- <laughs> How? So That's they've so clearly gotten like lines. the idea of like, sir, in some cultures is, is you respect your elders, so you call yeah. all old people sir, which and is why the they would have said old man. Direct translation. Just been... They just copied and pasted the script and put it into Google Translate. And, mm-hmm. it, it, and that fucked up. So then they tried to do it another way and it didn't work. Yep. And, and I'm drunk and I'm here in the English dub and I'm reading the subtitles. Not one line is the same. <laughs> Every line, <laughs> the subtitle says one thing, which I'm assuming is the Korean translation. Yep. The English, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. That's not amazing. Good. Terrible. Well, that, so next week we'll be talking Squid Game spoilers. Yep. Yep. So, uh, everyone, get ready for that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, right. and the, the point I was going to make was, so everyone's watching the dub. Everyone's, most people are watching the dub that aren't cultured like like us. I was going to say, when I <laughs> when I searched Squid Game dub just then, like the, all the top things was like all these celebrities telling people to not watch the dub, news okay. articles saying you're watching Squid Game wrong. Like it's essentially like, a public service. People are like the real message. Yeah. tweet out something. It yeah. is a public yeah. service. Like yeah, someone at their Oscar speech is just going to be like, "Guys, Squid Game, <laughs> sub." You watched it wrong. <laughs> yeah, you watched yeah. It wrong. Because, but I was going to say, testament to how good the freaking content is mm. that this is number one in in America and, and the Australia. Dub is so bad. And that's with the dub. That's people watching feel, the dub. I feel like like real general audiences probably couldn't pick up the diff. Like especially if you haven't. Listen to like oh, watch much with it's good bad. stuff. With, <laughs> oh, it's noticed it. They'd notice. I was, was going to say like surely some people are out there that have never like really watched anything with like a good dub either. I think if so, you've so, ever yeah. watched a movie, even like oh, a okay, movie, yeah. a general bad. audience goer is going to notice the weird levels yeah. and the terrible dub for sure. Like okay, that's well. Tune in next week for squid spoilers. Squid spoilers. Oh, spoiler 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 spoiler. Not a single squid. No one. Well, they, they played that, that game that's kind of, kind of a little bit. Like, a picture like of a squid. squid. Is there? A little bit. It's a boxy squid. The, the box drawing. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the PlayStation sacred symbols without the X. Yes. Yeah. All right. Steph, you ready to, to do this one? Yeah, we have to do a disclaimer to people. We went, we've sort of. We gone went rogue. Off. We've gone, yeah, we've gone rogue. Rogue. But What's not, happened? But not rogue nation. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Unfortunately, it is not the old ones. Ah. Uh. Oh, are you doing the new ones? Don't tell me you watch Quantum of Solace because it... <laughs> no, we watched Casino Royale. <laughs> Fuck okay. yeah. That's fine. So basically Alex found out I hadn't seen any of the Daniel James Craig. Bond, James, the Craig Daniel Bond Craig. films. A new one comes out in uh, less than a month now. Yep. And he thought, well, instead of watching John Wick, like is like originally planned in this action segment, mm. would you like to watch James Bond filmed in- instead? And so we worked out after we finish your next foreign correspondence, we'll do John Wick and Jason Bourne. Yeah. So that's, nice. the next, cool. that's the next, that's the next, yeah, so we're in for the long so, haul. And this. this is good because essentially people consider like um, the American versions of Mission Impossible could be like their James Bond. Yeah. Jason Bourne. Americans yeah, wish. I could see that. Jason Bourne. Americans yeah. wish. Yeah. 
So, Ethan um, Hunt. Ethan Hunt. He doesn't hold a candle. He to could Dan. never. No. He could never. No, James Daniel Craig. But the thing with, but I love Mission Impossible because those act, those are real action scenes shot in camera, and they're beautiful and they're yep. spectacular, and you have to respect the craft there. Yeah, but James Bond's pretty cool, dude. James Bond yeah, is James just Bond's classy cool. and suave, dude, and that parkour scene though. I was telling Steph when the movie started, I'm like, you know, this is one of the movies that popularized parkour. Oh yeah, and then you watch <laughs> that scene, and you're like, I get it. It's hardcore yeah. parkour. Oh my god, it's parkour? mental. Oh yeah, free running as they call it. Though. I love, oh, yes. I love when it, I love when he's chasing him, and the guy does all the the sick moves, and he just fucking bursts through the wall. He's Daniel. He's look. I'm not gonna lie. There was some swooning over Daniel Craig. Oh, yeah. People didn't like him as Bond when it first came out. We were both swooning. Both of us. They didn't like the blue eyes. They didn't think Bond should be a pretty boy. No, they Mm. were wrong. There's that first casino around, a lot of parkour, a lot of different things happening. I think a lot of people were kind of taken aback by that. A lot of casinos? It's very different because, like, the director of this, he's the guy that did Goldeneye as well. So he, it's it's a change for him because he, you know, Mm. I've never seen a Brosnan. um, I've seen the worst one. Where's the one where he's surfing? With uh, Halle Berry. And then oh, yeah. They, they, the really oh, bad one. I think that's the... Is that the one where the plot is just a news? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a fake no. fake news is literally the plot of yeah, that movie. It, I know it's awful. Yeah. Um, that's the only one I've seen. But I've never, die forever, Another Day. Oh, die another, yeah. another Day. But I've never seen GoldenEye. Best one's GoldenEye for Brosnan. And this is the guy far. that directed GoldenEye. So he came on, then he did Casino Royale. And I, I told Steph, I was like, Steph, there was a scene in this movie that when this movie came out in 2006... And Alex was a little boy. Mom and dad rented it from... Do you guys remember <laughs> Video Easy? Yes. Fuck yep. yes. Do you guys remember the Video Easy guarantee? Yeah. Rent it now or rent it free? Video <laughs> Easy? He sang the song. You know? Damn straight. Do you remember this? No. If you wanted... They, they did it for one film, one new release. If you couldn't rent it that night, when they got stock in, you could rent it for free. Yeah. Because they were apologizing that you missed out on the new movie. Okay. Yeah. So yep. we rented this and... um. Not for free because I had it in stock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and a scene came up and like the whole family was watching, like my nan and pop were there and everyone's watching it. And I think my nan and pop have seen it and they're like, you can't let the kids watch <laughs> this scene. And it's okay. the torture scene. Have you seen it? Oh, I wouldn't remember the exact scene. The in torture question. scene where they cut out the bottom of the chair oh, and they've I've seen I've seen so many the, spoofs of this. The, with the with the, the rope, rope with they, the knot at the end. Yes. And he's constantly knackering him. Yeah. That was okay. hard to watch. It's and fucking Steph's like, oh, that looks painful. I'm like, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know the half of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I was clenching. He's like, you're clenching. What about me? <laughs> Um, Women have childbirth, men have to watch that scene. (laughs) (laughs) Not experience it. Equal. Watch Watch that scene. You feel feel other men's pain. You've never seen a Daniel Craig Bond? No, the only two Bond films I'd seen are Octopussy and Live and Let Die. What did you think? Thoroughly enjoyed it more than any of the Mission Impossible films that I'd seen. Um, I think it blows it out of the water. But I have been told that this is like peak Daniel Craig Bond film See, anyway. I've still never seen so. this one. I've watched the it's, later with it's Daniel a Craig. It's a common films. debate whether this or Skyfall is the best one that he did. Gotcha. I think it's this one for me. So what's I the next one? I'd have to watch Skyfall. Mads Mikkelsen so good in this. Skyfall is so much more foreign to just like a classic Bond movie. Yeah. Whereas this is still foreign to that, but yeah. more, more. Yeah. Well, I'd say Skyfall is more because you have Q and the gadgets, Money Penny and Skyfall. And this, you don't have Q That's or true. Money Penny. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's like out there just yeah. doing it. And it's a new Bond too. Like it's, mm. it's like yeah, he, he's, he's young, fresh. It's a fresh That's Bond. It. Really got it. Like, well, I didn't realize yeah. it was that like that long ago. He, like yeah. that he started it. He's been the longest Bond with the least movie with few with like the fewest movies. Yeah, ah. yeah. I did um, see a video it popped up and he was like, it was after like obviously when he wrapped filming for this one, he was like. Thanking everyone. It was like getting emotional. I was like, oh. Yeah, I really like, I prefer Bond. Bond over Hunt. I think that 
Daniel Craig or like James Bond isn't so self-righteous like Ethan Hunt is. Like he doesn't pretend to be this good guy who's only doing everything for the right reasons and has to has the big moral Ethan card. I think Ethan Hunt is a bit. Oh, I've always found him a bit self-righteous. Is like it because it's Tom Cruise? Yeah, it could be because it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's I don't a know. Subtext. It was just this idea that like, Love Tom like, uh, like we said, James Bond is a bit of an asshole, and we kind of love that that yeah, he's like he's, not he's he, not perfect. He's, he's not very direct. Yeah, he does what he wants. He doesn't care. Yeah, it, it, the, they'll tell him to do something. He'll do it his own way. Yep, because he thinks he knows the he'll right kill way. Kill people if he has to. Like he doesn't care about he'll, that. And he'll fuck up. Yeah, exactly. He'll mess up. He'll um. What was the other thing? He's just like he's just a bit of an asshole. He uses women. Classic. Yeah. We love that. I mean, Man it talk. gets more politically correct as we get into society. Got more politically. Well, correct. Wait, what was the one, one from the old one that you... Man talk. Oh, man talk. And obviously, man talk and the other one we don't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> if I met this guy in real life, I would be like, "That's an asshole thing to do." But I like that as a character, they've made him complex like that, as opposed to Ethan Hunt, which I, I think... mean, world class spy, not going to be a nice guy. Exactly. Really, he's definitely going to be cocky and yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. He's cocky. He, he'll be gentlemanly if he needs to be. Yeah. So I loved all of that. Plus, I just love. I think the British. The idea of a gentleman spy. I mean, it's also very classic. Like That's a very it. classic. It's obviously, because of James Bond, but it's very classic. Like idea. Yeah. Everything is just more suave and debonair than what was in uh, Mission Impossible, you, which you, I just enjoyed watching you, it more. You just got me thinking, like, Tom Cruise would have been an American Bond era. Like, what if you look at all the Bond eras, but you have an American counterpart oh, for what it would have been? God. There would have been a Tom Cruise era. There's a Mark Wahlberg, he would have been modern Bond. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon would have been Bond. Yeah. I'm excited to rewatch the Bournes when we do it later. Mm. I've still yeah. never seen any of them. They're good. Join uh, in. The first yeah. very good. Join in, um, Michael. So what would you give this one out of? I would give this movie a four out of five. Thinking, considering this was the film we watched before Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah, I would be comfortable with this as a four and Dog Day being probably a three and a half. I'm like, with this one, I'm like sitting in between four and four and a half. I need to watch Skyfall again to Mm. do that because I think I do prefer this to Skyfall. Even though I think maybe Skyfall's a villain might be better. I love Mads Mikkelsen in this, mm-hmm. but Xavier Skyfall, Bardem, Javier Dr. Bardem, Javier, Javier Bardem. So if Quantum of Solace comes after this Dr. one, yes. then it's Skyfall. You're giving shit about Quantum of Solace. I have a feeling Quantum of Solace is going to be a more like rewatchable than I remember it being. Okay, I'm just warning you. It's long, and I think it's boring. Yeah. But okay. that's my that's remembering from some years ago. Don't the Daniel, so you can confirm. Don't the Daniel Craig movies go up, down, up, down, up, down, yeah. down? Yep. Um, now, Christopher Waltz won. That's Spectre. 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 Oh, Christopher Waltz is a villain? Yeah. And yeah. Spectre was... Wait, like he's, in, was he's right. in No Time yeah. to Die as well, it's, isn't he? Compared to Sky... Like, coming off That's of Skyfall... That's why I'm saying we've got to watch them all because the Bond films... Because originally, we only, I only had three more allocated movies. Yeah. And they were going to be John Wick 1, 2, 3. And yeah. I was like, oh, we should do Bond because, like, it's already out in America. Then it leads up it's, to... It's, it's a bullshit thing. Like, it's already out in America. Yeah. Here, we have to wait till November 11th. Um, so... Thanks, East Coast. Yeah, fucking... Mm. Sick. Um, so Steph granted me a one more film. <laughs> I'm getting mine back. She said, oh, which three do you want to choose from James Bond then? I'm like, you've got to watch all four. Down no, you Craig can't Bond, just not do the last one. one of the only Bonds to um have their films all be like. like cohesive. Have, yeah, one story. Yeah, one story. So interesting. Because the more, I don't remember Quantum of Solace being a direct sequel to Casino Royale, but I've heard lately it is. That there's like direct moments. Yeah, it's like a proper sequel to Casino Royale. So that'd be interesting. I remember playing the video game. Oh, I love the video game. It's fucking great. I never... Dude, that opening mission where you do the end of Casino Royale. Yeah. Oh, Good shit. So I'm excited. Quantum of Solace. 
You got me thinking. How long is Quantum of Solace? You guys can for? all get very excited for Foreign Correspondence not very Part Two. It's not very long. It, Quantum of Solace is significantly shorter. Oh, that's than that. good. Quantum really? hour, one hour and forty six minutes. Oh, okay. This that's was two what? hours. This that's, that seems short for. It's very short for a James Bond. This, really? this Quantum of Solace void in my mind could be incorrect. Maybe mm. you got to go confirm. I remember <laughs> the beginning opens up with an awesome car chase. Is yeah. it? Um, is it the ending? I mean, that's they set in the, cool. the like the house in the desert. Is that that one? No. Which one's that one? I feel like they're in a rock Skyfall canyon. Skyfall ends with... That's I don't want to spoil Skyfall. No, yeah. Well, they are in some kind of canyon area. Yeah. In I, I, I remember it being very dry to now, look at. Doesn't No Time <laughs> to Die. Feeling very but again, I clearly have this very like big image Negative. of how, what this movie yeah. was like. Doesn't No Time to Die clock in at like over three hours? Or no, No I... Time to Die is two hours and 46 minutes. Okay. No um, Time to Die. And ending. that's a Brosnan one. No, that's no, the that's next one the coming one. out. Oh, no no time to die. Yeah. Okay. They all they all have the same name convention. Yeah. Yeah. They all have but they've time. gone off from the books the... now, haven't they? They've run out of books, right? Oh, well, uh, yeah, I think. Uh, they, they've been remaking books just, already for yeah, some time. Yeah, just ignore like Ian second, Fleming Ian Fleming's not a part of it. We just ignore Ian Fleming. He's got bad things to say about everyone and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. I think the other Brosnan one was the one where it gets like North Korea and stuff involved. Uh, but that was Die Another Day. Oh. That one was all right. I've just played GoldenEye on the N64. Oh, we will have GoldenEye. It's got Sean Bean. Hell yeah. It's a winner. <laughs> it's got Sean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, told, I got Steph excited because I'm like, Ray Fiennes does come into I'm the I'm excited oh, for yeah. that. You got me swooning over Daniel Craig. Just wait until Ray Fiennes walks it's in. It's Swoonsville over in Daniel Craig's James Bond. <laughs> and you know where else it's Swoonsville? For everyone who supports this show, they're swooning over us over at patreon.com. Oh, we're swooning over them talk. too. We're Hi. swooning as well a bit. Um, and we want to give a special shout out to uh, those who get a shout out, which is the wonderful Jai Perry. Jai Perry. Jai Perry. Jai Perry. Go Jai Perry. Thank Jai you Perry. so much for supporting us. You uh, can support us. Patreon.com slash Millennial Movie Talk. Link in the description. Chuck us a buck or two. Click the link down below. You get everything for a dollar. That's not, it? Not everything. You get a bit. You get all the pre-show and everything like that. Including um, the exciting pre-show of this episode where we talked about behind the scenes of Picking movies for classic movie time. Hey. And a, and a, and a, classic call outs. And a uh, segment coming up. We're, we're like a special, sp- yeah, special spin-off thingy that you we we're not gonna say anymore. You can go give us a dollar and listen to it. And hear about our there personal lives. And yeah. very much our personal yes. lives. It was a long one. <laughs> it was a long pre we always talk about our personal lives in this pre-show though. So Fans. should we get into what you've been watching? Yes. Steph and I have a joint one, but I also have another little one that I've got to pick on. Ooh. Um, do you want to start with uh, the new film yes. that we went to go see? New film. Uh, Nitram. Premier Nitram. 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 This is. Uh, it is. It's a heavy film. Um, oh, very heavy. It's a downer of a film. It's, it's a downer. It is the biography. Is it? A, no, it's like a no. Could you call it a biopic? It, it's not really. Australian Joker. Um, <laughs> It, no, but it's based on the, the Martin, guy. Is a 2021 is Australian bio, biographical psychological drama. It's about the guy who did the Port, Port Arthur, Arthur Massacre. massacre. Oh. Uh, Martin Bryant. Uh, Martin yeah, Bryant, that's yeah. it. That, so that definitely would be heavy. Yeah. Nit oh, Ram yeah. is his name spelled backwards. Uh, yeah. um, and they make Nit Ram. Yeah. Uh, Nit Ram. Yeah, and they make... It's literally Martin backwards. The events leading up to his involvement in the 1996 Port Arthur Massacre in Tasmania. Now, it's, it's we a, basically um, sat in silence on the way home from this movie. It was a quiet car so ride. So the credits in this film are completely silent. Fuck. Ooh. So you get a bit like... um, I could I kind of compare it to how films like Black Klansman end. Yeah. Where like yeah. you get Update. really confronting yeah, information at the end of the film. They hit you with it. Mm, um, that okay. Like there's one, and Steph kind of mentioned that she felt this was preachy. The, the last the last line of the text that you get the film is like there are more like it explains 
This it explains what happened. Explains what happened, yep. what and what came from it. Yeah, the but consequences, it, the legislation, the gun laws, yep. and then also explained that no state or territory has fully complied with the gun laws, and that as of right now, there are more guns than that than there were in. 1996. Yeah, I yep. wasn't a huge fan of... Uh, look, I gave this movie a three and a half out of five. And most of that comes from the performances. The fa performances were fantastic. So oh, it's... Um, Caleb Laundry Judy, Jones. Judy... What's her name? Judy something. Judy Davis. Judy Davis. Big, plays his mum. Yep. And Anthony, uh, Anthony LaPaglia plays... He's Adelaide boy, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, and Essie Davis plays Helen. Yes. All fantastic performances. By him. He is... Very, very good as well. Like I know he's who you were talking fantastic. about straight away now. Yeah. I can see Caleb Laundry John. Joe. Yeah. Joe. Yeah. He's so, from Get Out. Yes. Um, he's from Hockey Stick Boy. Yeah, Three Billboards. He's he's a Yankee. Three Billboards. Oh, right. Um, he has a great Aussie accent. Oh, he and Caleb Laundry. Yeah, yeah, Jones. I, yeah, yeah. I remember him. Now, he is so creepy. He's very creepy. Um, um just to like, I guess, preface our review. Tasmania has boycotted the, the production of this film. The they had to film that. it in Geelong because they didn't want any part of it. And the premiere has basically condemned it for being made. Seems weird. Now, I know I kind of agree with them in the way that it seems. It's like, I feel like you should wait a certain amount. I feel like it's still a bit too soon for a movie that's about this subject matter. But Snowtown's been made. It's been 20 Snowtown years. has been made. Snowtown's not really Snowtown, onto the same scale. Yeah. And yeah. just, I yeah. think that like, you're thinking the people that, if this movie is a year older than us. Yeah. Uh, sorry, well, not the no, movie. The, the events, events. Uh, that transpired are a year older than us. So many of the people that were involved and have like family members mm. that were so close to it are still living there right now, and it's still so raw to them. In fact, there's. Like, I would say quickly that you don't. They don't do the massacre. They don't show it. Okay, good. It cuts. You wouldn't expect it cuts it. Uh, the frame before it though. Oh, right. Yeah. You, he's sitting. That's, to spoil that's the ending. Right. Yeah. He, he, no, I was expecting. It's based on a true story. I was expecting something like he's that. He's sitting in the cafe. So yeah. the whole thing is that. And I, Steph thinks it should have cut before this, but you get this really creepy sequence that I personally thought mm. was like, it made my skin crawl, where he goes, he's got his ba duffel bag with all the weapons yep. in it. He goes into the cafe, yep. he orders a drink and a fruit cup, and he sits down and he eats his fruit cup and he's watching everyone in the cafe. Yep. And you get this fully... He's being polite to everyone, Ooh. saying thank you, you know please exactly, and thank yeah. you. Yeah, you know, like, and you're just like... You know, you know what's coming. The, the last half an hour of this film, my heart was in my stomach. Ooh. Just nauseous you, the whole time. knew it was coming. There is a scene where he goes to buy guns and it is one of the, like, scariest scenes yep. I've seen. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, but it cuts... He, You see him pull out... He puts up a camcorder, sets it on the table... Yep. And then you see him look down and he picks up a gun and it cuts. Damn. I think, yeah, look, I, I think that scene was terrifying to watch. And like, it's a big credit to, to the actual, to the scene itself. It was great. Mm. I think that they should have cut it beforehand just because to me, it seemed kind of, I just felt like it lost its impact by that point. They could have cut it when he was getting the guns out of the boot as they, they'd done a similar shot earlier because he'd, he'd killed, he'd done two sort yep. of stops. They did a very similar shot to mimic it. If they'd cut it at the end of that shot, just to um, insinuate what was happening after that. I felt that it would have been more impactful, mm. but instead they went through this scene, which was very big, but then mm. they didn't show the massacre, which is good, yep. but also it did lose. It meant it was very much heightening to, to nothing. See, I'm I'm directly opposite this. Yeah. I, I don't mm. feel like this at all. I. It also wasn't the end of the film. They then cut oh. to a news, the news. They cut to the news. And, then uh. and the mum outside is, smoking, is like smoking a upset cigarette. with okay. what's happened. And then it cuts to the telling you about the legislation. So I feel like it would have been more impactful if they'd, as well as, as great as that scene was, I think if they'd cut earlier, it just would have been a better. I don't, I'm not. I, okay. Just purely based on the visuals that you provided me with your beautiful word picture. Thank you, both of you. 
Um, I'm frozen just imagining. Yeah, like, I, yeah. you did a good I'm, job. Yeah. I'm engrossed in <laughs> it entirely. Like, you guys did an incredible can, job. It, good yeah. work. Um, if there's ever an audio book. Soon. Um, oh, yeah. perfect. Okay. Even better. Um, from your word picture, I was visualizing it. I was super sold on it. I would have loved if they cut it a frame before he gets up. So you're just sitting in that moment yeah. yep. knowing that it's there. And I, did and I wish that there was nothing after it and I wish it just went straight to silent yeah. credit. When I you mentioned him eating the fruit oh, cup, the, that the was film, like stuck. Yeah. That image is in my head. That was yeah. the other thing. The like, film so heavily focused on his mum though. That so I feel you like need you something with the mum. need to end it with his mum. Yeah. But then that's it. Because then it, And then it goes, like Alex said, this, this uh, text at the, the end. The text at the end, um, I agree with what they were saying. You know, it, it's empirical. They're telling you this was the legislation that happened. And none of these uh, states actually adhered to the laws after that. Now there are more guns owned in Australia than there was in 1996. I don't know whether they took into account population density, population growth, percentage. I don't know any of that. But I did feel like it kind of – I don't know. I was like, as much as I agree with it, there it shouldn't be guns. It the meeting a little bit. I thought there shouldn't be guns. But I was like, it just kind of sounded a little bit preachy in the end. Like it came off a bit preachy. It didn't, it, it didn't like, end with an actual like firearms amnesty no. advert mm. like you but get on TV. That, exa- it felt like a PSA by the yeah. end. Like It, it seems like, like a little a, bit yeah. of like a what are you doing like sort of. Well, so, I mean. I didn't I'm, feel like this at all. No, I, I also feel okay. like that's completely warrant. If anything, that's. Raising awareness. Yeah. Because I feel like if you ask anyone yeah. on the street, they'll be like, yeah, Australia's doing fucking great with guns. We got nothing. We got no We are held in such a high regard yeah. because our gun yeah. violence. Yeah. 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 It's like we, we have we have such little gun violence, blah, 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 blah. And it's like I feel like this film is going out to be like, hey, no, we still have a problem. Yeah. Speaking of the film itself, like we said, he is amazing. He won Sundance Best Actor. Damn nice. He's amazing. He, he does is, a great Aussie accent too. I wanted to ask what Steph was talking about earlier. So, are you saying that the you felt that the ending where it comes in with the gun stuff mm-hmm. is that kind of just there as an afterthought? Um, I just no. I felt like it was, I guess, too emotive. Like it, it seemed like the film was meant to show us a, a very objective. His life. This is yeah. his life, right? Yeah. This is. We're just giving you the facts. We're, we're sort of. We're not humanizing him. But at times, I was like, this is more a failure of the healthcare system in mm-hmm. Australia than it is. Um, like of him is like it says a lot about that, right? Which it continues because he to be. did not. Yes, exactly. Get he was mental be, health he into Medicare. Vote green. He wasn't right, and he was saying like you know, even reading about it later on, he said I was trying to be friendly to these people, and they just kept avoiding me. Like all he, he wanted, wanted was friends, friends and he yeah. couldn't understand yeah. why people didn't like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. So it, it did all of this stuff. A really good job at showing me both sides of the picture. Yep. And then at the end, when it came in with this very strong, like it told me this is what's happened since then. I mm-hmm. thought that's great. But then by saying there are currently more guns owned in Australia than back then and then they closed it, I was like, well, what are you trying to say now? Like, I, I just didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't, I felt like it lost its impact on me. Do you think they were more as well? trying to blame like, oh, it's the gun, like all well, this just instead of all the other a little bit stuff. of that. I just felt like it came, like I said, to me, I felt it was preachy. I thought the movie should have just kept itself as an objective biopic. It shouldn't have been trying to send, a, like, we should be able to take that message for ourselves. Yeah. Mm, so that's what I'm trying to ask. Are we are we telling a story for entertainment here or is it for a message? It's for a message. It's definitely for a message okay. by because the end of it. I don't I think, think the movie would like, be, the movie's not Tasmania entertaining. Tasmania want no part in it. Yeah, and yeah, I, that I, sounds, I, but they also haven't seen I don't True. know. It's such a close, but like with them, you can't, you can't really, you can't longer. judge them. Oh, also, uh, back, yeah, back onto this point of like, oh, it's too soon and everything. Like, like when were films coming out about the Vietnam War? Like that was, I guess, pretty yeah. straight away. Mm. But again, like we have, um, a, like I, I would draw a, a disconnect between like a, a global conflict with millions of yeah. people at play compared to like 
a very like yeah. targeted. It's a, exactly, a it's a very yeah. local. Um, it means a lot to like Tasmania was, is still reeling from this. When was the this. Boston bombings? When was that? I'm not sure. The movie got made. But that's because that's, oh, that's Patriots Day. Day. Yeah, yeah that happened pretty that? soon after. That was I real think, quick. Um, that would have so, only been that, that was less time than this. That was quietly problematic. I feel like he should have been dead before they made this film. That's okay. What, and he's not pa- that far off. Like, um, he's not he, that far he off. He is disgusting. Like, he's... if you look at him in prison now, all he does is he apparently, oh, I've heard, because you look into this after you get Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, and I've heard that in prison, all he does is eat two-minute noodles, eats chocolate, and he exchanges them for sexual favours. Oh, cool. Um, um, he's um, he's yeah. pretty gross. See, I have, like, what in, in, in past, I've watched, like, a couple of documentaries just over time about Port yeah. Arthur, but, like, definitely... See, and obviously that's taking the view like you kind of it's just telling you the series of events, not really like it was more like just that. I'm like nothing ever went delved into him really, and if it did, it wasn't you know oh maybe it was like the healthcare stuff. It was sort of like ah oh, he was a troubled person. So I'm, I'm not trying like, to get like too deep or controversial or anything, but um, just considering this was less than 20 years ago. It yeah. was. It was. Oh, sorry, just over 20, less than 20, 25 years 25, ago, yeah. 1996. And for us, we weren't alive during it. We wouldn't remember anything like this. I can think of a similar event in a very close by country that did happen in our time. And I cannot imagine someone making a movie about that. that I cannot imagine anyone going near that in the next, maybe in in 25 years time. I can definitely say that. Especially because of the tensions between that. So that's why I can see people in Tasmania that did live through it. I missed New Zealand. Oh, yes. So, yeah. Exactly. As a paralleling, you know, first time in a country's history, something like that happening, I cannot even get close to imagining like anyone a making a movie about movie that. Yeah, like that. exactly. Exactly. But again, it's twenty years later. It happened in nineteen ninety six. I think, and I think, but like maybe in twenty more, years, it'd be giving different. Giving credit to the film and the filmmakers, they make a creative choice not to mention his name at all, not to even like mention that. his mum, his mum and dad's name. Do they refer to him really? as yeah. Nit Ram. He only gets called Nit Ram the whole oh, film. Oh, that's great. Um, it Nit, is. It was good. Um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, and his mum and dad are credited as just mum and dad mm-hmm. in the film, so they don't even give them the like parents' names, names to link, yeah. link mm. it to them. Um, the closest you get is her, she's actually called Helen mm-hmm. um, in the film. Uh, it's crazy. I did not know he was he was essentially a millionaire. Um, he yeah. he Wait, fell in close with um, a heiress, heiress of the Tats Lotto fortune, mm. um, and she died, and she died because of him. Really? Oh Christ! Yeah. Um, he used to do this thing. He's just he's he's a freak. I'm sorry. But, I was going to um, say I I just I read a tiny bit about his imprisonment. First off, he was uh, given 35 life sentences. Yep. Uh, he was without uh, parole plus 1,652 years in prison, yep. uh, without the possibility of parole. Um, he's basically, it also has listed here that he's definitely tried to kill himself at least twice. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fucked. I just, yeah, I <laughs> felt, at this point. As, but, as a credit to the movie, I was haunted by it and I thought it was really well made, but I felt uncomfortable to the point where I just thought it should have been longer. I think the movie should have been made later on. Documentaries are fine. Yeah. I think, like, objective um, interpretations of this are fine, but mm. I thought as a dramatization of it, I thought it was too soon. Do you think it was a bit of a pulling the rug out underneath the message because it was so focused on mental health and then it suddenly took a turn into guns? That could yeah, have been it as well the because line. the whole time, the whole movie, I was thinking this is such a failure on the mental health care. Like they're trying yeah. to, the, the movie isn't trying to humanize him, but the movie is giving me a, like I'm, that's the message it's I'm getting. I'm like, situation. he was not looked after mm. well enough. He was just left to his own devices and that's how they created, yeah. this was created. And then at the end, they're like, there are more guns. And I'm like, yeah, but. That's not. That's what not the I got issue you were it. bringing up. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's why I thought it was before. PSA. Like, like they're, they're bringing it away from the message that they were trying to point out that, like you know, there was also like a system that failed behind him, not just oh guns. 
Yeah, think, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. why I thought it was a bit preachy, I suppose. I think it'd yeah. be good to ask some of the older generations that were alive during it and it might be a more of a significant emotional event mm. in their kind of memory. But that's it. And maybe even, they, you'll tell them and they'd be disgusted. It's not even older. I, I was know. reading a list of the victims and like the Alana Madeline Foundation is based on two of the victims who were three and five years old, I think. God. And it's like they would have been 28 years old today. Like that's yeah, not, I think freak. it's he, not. Um, he, after he did the massacre at the thing, he obviously drove. It went on for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long. Siege and stuff. Yeah, right, he, yeah. he camped. He went back to the house. Yep. That he oh, yeah. He killed those people. The bed in, and breakfast. Um, the seascape. And, uh, he did that but beforehand, right? Yeah. He, he did killed them, first. went to Port Arthur, um, killed a mother and her two children yep. walking. Like, they escaped. He got in his car, left, and they held him down, like, help someone's doing down there, not knowing it was him. He shot the mum yep. after she pleaded not to hurt my children. Yep. Yep. And then he killed, yeah. he hunted down both the kids, mm. went over, killed two other people, got one of the males to go into the trunk of his car, and then he took him to the seascape, held him hostage, police stuff happened. Yeah. Um, but Fucked. yeah, it's 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 awful. This was definitely you can definitely tell we're an Australian podcast because that's definitely the most discussion that Nitram has gonna have Probably, in a yeah. while. Um, I think people should see it though. To be honest, yeah, yeah. honestly, it sounds I like everyone I do should kind watch of want to. Yeah, like this is this is also it's heavy. I kind of I mean, want to go watch like I even a documentary the on it. Not Australians. But like even I, I think Americans mass, the probably, only mass shooting in Australia's history, yeah. really, recent history. Oh, Americans, Americans won't give a fuck. The oh, I think Americans, Americans probably, have mass shootings. More I think frequently. it's getting amazing reviews over in the states because they obviously don't have the the um the, the ties to it that yep. we do. Mm. Yeah. Mm. They're if, watching it as a try, film. Like say, saying like you know obviously we weren't alive with it, but I feel like it's still a very like yeah even, even so it's yeah. still it's still like oh shit like it still hits even though we weren't. Around and even like just the immediate aftermath, like you know, we're only babies, so we're not. Anyway, just from content I've already seen, like documentary stuff. Yeah, when yeah. Alex was describing him sitting at the restaurant, yeah, yeah, y- you can all picture it. You're, you've all heard the story. You know what goes next. It all hits very hard. Yeah. Like even learning about it as a kid, like because obviously you've heard like you don't hear much even about American one. Like it's not like something you're taught ever. Like you sort of hear things here and there about people mentioning. Yeah, it, even like, now, if I just hear someone talking about Port Arthur, I'm like, oh, that's like the place where it happened. Yeah. It's, it's like got it, it's such a negative very, connotations. I feel like it's they don't say his name in Tasmania um, too. Well, yeah, you wouldn't. I want to say this may be one of the most controversial Australian films I've ever might, spoken Snow, about. I think Snowtown, though. Snowtown's uh, pretty controversial. The subject they matter. Try, they try to boycott Snowtown, too. The oh, subject really? matter yeah. in NITRAM, well, like if you're talking about case by case, I think Port Arthur Massacre is. Uh, Objectively, oh, it's, it's, on a larger scale, and it's a little, it's, it's makes my blood crawl, yeah, just yeah. my skin crawl. Sorry, uh, Snowtown, closer to home. The film is extremely raw, like stuff. the film, I think, shows a lot opinion. more and is a lot more controversial based on what they actually show you as opposed to NitRam, which avoids the really controversial stuff. I've, yeah. I've also like, watched not. a documentary on Snowtown, and like, even the guys from that, like, just very mm, mm, not yeah. great, <laughs> yep. Well, uh, All right. So it's going to be a long one anyway because there's actually something that I well, – unmute him. Um, there's going to be something that I – Very quickly. I did want to bring something up. I started um, watching Cowboy Bebop. Oh, is it good? I'm going to talk about it more next time. Okay. okay. Um, I'm I, excited. I quickly want to bring this up because I'll forget next week, but I watched a movie called Hush. I think Michael watched it. I oh, yeah. It. This movie's so frustrating. Oh, no, really? Um, Hush. No, not because of – I think the way it's filmed and the direction they go with. I love Mike Flanagan. This is a Mike Flanagan film. It's about a... Um, uh, uh, Mike Flanagan directed... Home um, Invaded that's we'll stalking out a yeah. deaf girl. Oh, uh, yes. yes. So I've Mike Flanagan, uh, he's recently done Midnight Mass on Netflix. He also did both Hill, Haunting of Hill's House, Haunting of Bly Manor, did Doctor Sleep, he did Oculus. I've heard Midnight he, Mass is very good. Yeah, he's he's upcoming great horror director. Yep. And I was excited to watch Hush because it's him. 
this movie frustrated the shit out of me <laughs> um, because half an hour into the film, the murderer just takes off his mask and you see, you spend so much, you spend so much time following. It's a woman alone in the house. She's deaf. Yep. Um, and there's someone trying to kill her. Um, yep. But he I can. I just read you. Yeah. Um, and you spend so much time with him. You always know where he is. Mm. And that takes away so much of the suspense. Definitely. Because there will be a scene where she will be like forming a, like she will do the alarm to the car and um, to distract him. And instead of staying with her the whole time, you cut and you, and you go with him as well. And you see oh. him go investigate the car. We know he's at the car now. We know she's over here doing up here. We know she's safe for a little bit it's de- until we yeah, get yeah. there. Def- definitely. Now you're talking about it and thinking, like yeah. me thinking about it, like definitely like it just takes away. And like, I didn't if you followed her and not know where he is, I feel like when he shows up again, you're like, oh, yeah. Fuck. Well, already and that sounds like missed opportunity. Him with yeah. the mask is so scary. It is. When you, once he, he takes the mask off, he's just... He looks like a weeb. Weeb. Um, (laughs) It's just like it took away all the horror for me. I'm loving this because this has a high rating. Yeah. Really? People really like this. My mum loved it when she watched it. I quite enjoyed it for someone that doesn't watch. I gave it a three still. I thought it it was still. Is it as good as the silent episode of Only Murders in the Building? Uh, No. Because that was fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. It's just like there's so many things of this that like just. Felt like it was more. Things so weird. Maybe it's targeted as a horror film. I don't really think it's a horror film. No, I think yeah. it's more of a thriller because you yeah. spend so much time just a thriller with the killer. Yeah, it's weird. So, um, well, that's that. To finish on a funny note, I have Godfather anecdote. Oh, tell us. <laughs> so, you know, I'm with my friends. They fall asleep. What time is this, Chris? It's about one to two a.m. Between okay. one and two a.m. And how long is the Godfather? How long is The Godfather, Alex? Three hours. Did Three hours. start The Godfather so, quite late at I'm night. I'm like, well, my friends are asleep. I can finally put on some tasteful cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck on Godfather, okay? Now, my friend next to me, he snores during some important parts, but that's okay. That's not his fault. Towards the end of the movie, I've ordered some late-night Uber Eats at this point. Wakes up around this point, <laughs> funnily enough. The final climactic scene, I'm finally experiencing Godfather and we're we're at the scene Alex described, and I vaguely remember it's the the ending, Baptism. the god, yep. him becoming the Godfather in more ways than one. And my friends just starts asking, like talking and asking questions, and I shushed him. <laughs> <laughs> I shushed him. <laughs> I shushed him good. Oh. And uh, him well. next morning, my other friend is like, Alex said, uh, Darren said you shushed him even. <laughs> and I was like, he's talking about the shushing. I should be talking about the shushing, <laughs> man. I always sit through a three-hour movie, right? A Scorsese movie. I'm no, on the climb. No, 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 no. Sorry. Francis Coppola. Who's the movie? Francis, Francis Coppola. Coppola. My bad. I'm thinking of Scarface. <laughs> no, That's not Scarface. Scarface. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> right. We're going to stop talking about classic movies. <laughs> Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver. That, one, that one's him. Good. Anyway. And we're in the scene and he's he's just talking about other stuff. He's asking questions about Al Pacino. Or so he's probably talking about Jack and Jill, Dunkachino. I don't know what he was on about. <laughs> but is that that's a worthy shushing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris, I am so proud of you. Good. That yeah, is fantastic. I always I'm just like, shush. serves him right. It was a bit of a like, oh, shh, just, just after oh, the Oh, was scene. it a shh or was it like it, a... Was it shh? It was a, an initial shh and then me realising that was incredibly rude and <laughs> going like, just after this scene, I've been waiting to watch this. <laughs> How close are these friends of yours? These like not like anymore. Closest friends they were. Okay. Right. Until he ruined my my Godfather screening, which was going so well. Yeah. Did you screen yeah. at your theater? No, this is at my friend's theater. But oh. you know, it was private. Oh. Everyone was asleep. You were there. It was everyone a, was asleep, Steph. I it know. was a private experience for me. That's why I was so annoyed that he that my friend had to wake up and ruin the last ten minutes. <sighs> well, yeah. guys, 
I'm sorry you had that experience. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Steph it had to be constantly said, but I'm proud concert. of you because yeah. you've Pardon? grown as a person. What I, I talk constantly yeah. through? Yeah. yeah. Um, let's get into the trailer game. Oh. Damn the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the trailer game. If you're new to the trailer game, what happens here is I've got three trailers. I've got the audio and the audio only. And our contestants here, Michael, Brayden, Christian, Steph, they're all going to have one chance to buzz in and guess. Once they've done that and everyone's had their one chance, then it's a free-for-all. Go for what you want. Do you want the scores? I want the scores. The scores are Alex and Brayden on two, Steph on six, Michael on nine, and Chris. <gasps> what's this? Chris <laughs> was on 11. May have been docked. We, he got docked <laughs> two <laughs> points for a punishment, which we all, we all agreed to. Yeah. That's a paddling. You got a Look, it's all part of the game. Still, the um, game. still tying for the lead, I think. That was the so cheating yeah. scandal. We've tied for the lead between Michael and Chris. Let's see what comes of it this round. Right, you get the points back. <laughs> are you ready? Yes. Right, first trailer. We're ready. I've listened to none of these. I had to do it with Steph sitting next to me, so I couldn't listen to any of them. So it could be the fact that it's just like, oh, <laughs> Jack and Jill's the story. <laughs> do you even know what's coming first then? Mm, sure. No, I think I know what number. Two of them could be the same for all I know. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hi there. Welcome to Barton University. Who was that? That was everyone oh. except me. That was not me. I heard. Do yours. Who had that one? This one. That, yeah, me. I heard that first. That is pitch perfect. God damn it. Imagine if it was pitch perfect too and you got it wrong. Okay. It's not because it's God the welcome to Barton University. God damn it, Michael. That is abrupt when people get it straight away. Yeah. yeah. I know how it's I make people feel. It's quite confronting, isn't yeah. it, I was like, Whoa, I, was I wonder if that's my quickest one. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't okay. hear that. I'm, you're in the lead. I need I need this, Michael. Don't care. Do you want an official <laughs> review when I edit the audio? Yeah, can you, we get an official review? Yeah, I'll, get, I'll send you a screenshot. Yeah, please. And then if not, we'll give I'll, Steph the point. I'll zoom all the way in so you we'll see have the a, first We might have part. a retraction next week. We'll yep. see we'll how see. we go. Yep. Trailer two. Quiet place. Gonna get copyright. A YouTube copyright strike the is what this one is. This audio. Let's talk yeah. over until we get some talking. Yeah. Just to make sure that the YouTube algorithm doesn't absolutely. Because I couldn't listen to What if to the them? trailer's just visuals and this audio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a montage. Okay. Oh. Okay. We got some kids. We are done. Okay. We're done. We've got a copyright strike straight away. Oh, absolutely. You can cut to when we actually guess. Make sure it's known the company's in business. I see that it had a certain panache. That's what I'm good at. Not the work. Not the work. Ooh. Presentation. Presentation. Kielbasa sausage, cheeses, blugger caviar. And of course, who could live without German cigarettes? Getting as many as you can find. It's more fresh fruit. Ooh. The real rarities. Chris has got a look on his face. I, I need several boxes of Cuban cigars. Yes. The best. And dark unsweetened chocolate. Not in the shape of ladyfingers. Chunk chocolate, because my hands, you sample the wine tasting. Oh, did it suddenly turn into stereo? Did you want to guess? I, I'm going to make a guess. Is it Schindler's List? Oh! I was, was going to guess Schindler's List. <laughs> I was, it's Liam Neeson. I could hear his voice. See, I've lost my confidence with the docking points. <gasps> now I've, that you've I've, said that one was it. mine for the taking. Like Liam Neeson. Oh, now that you've said it, it, I can hear it now. Damn. I didn't pick it until then. Thank God. All right, trailer three. Well done. Thank you. 
We may Wasn't have to sure cut. how long that was. We yeah, may no, have to I, cut I, the start of so I'll cut the start of Yeah, I will. I, well, I won't. It's a podcast. Hey. Quiet, boys. I'll do. One day you'll get it right. Very nice. <laughs> Very frustrated too. <laughs> Which one? Come <laughs> on, Michael. Is it scream? Mm. Oh, too quick. Oh fuck! It's going. It's going from the beginning again. Is it? That's right, fine. I'm gonna, it was I'm gonna very make quick. my guess. Who it... had? Uh, I yeah. haven't done one yet. You. Uh, scary movie. Mm. Oh, I was gonna guess that. So. Okay, it's between Chris and I. <laughs> Okay. Did I go from the beginning? Again? I thought it was too quick. All right, we'll go again. What's your favorite scary movie? Here is my Winsboro Massacre anniversary question. What is your favorite scary movie? What's your favorite scary movie? One generation's tragedy is the next one's a joke. What is your favorite scary movie, man? I'll show you. Is it Scream 2? Fuck. Do you want to take a guess? You've got two options. Scream 4. Scream Good 4. Job. <laughs> Good I was job. between 2 and 4. And I haven't seen 4 yet. That's the next one I need to watch. You see, 4 is the second best. I would have I got it without that. The voice started and I was like, if I don't jump on this yeah, as quick yeah, as I yeah. can. It's it's like, it's if you guys remember, it. we've already done Scream. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. We've done scary movie as well. I was going to say scary oh, movie though. I made, yeah. it, I made growth. We I made are progress. tied for first between Michael and Chris. Hey. Ah, true. Steph got a point there at seven. Alex and Braden still on two. Oh, long episode. It's a long one. Wrap it up, someone. Not me. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Done. End it. Cut. Is that we're taking that? <laughs> Which one? Thank you. Spotify, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Patreon. Check it out, folks. I'm Braden. I'm Christian. I'm Steph. I'm Alex. And I'm Michael. We're out of here.